All right, guys, listen, this is the first week of our Grow series. Who do you intend to be as God moves us through this pandemic? I hope your mindset, your posture is you're ready to grow. I've invited a dear friend. I call him the dean of pastors in this region because he's been pastoring one of the longest serving pastors, pastoring one of the largest congregation, Cathedral of Faith, and God has knitted our hearts together. So I've asked him on this day that we're celebrating seven years as a congregation to come kick off our growth series. And so after uh, this video, you're going to, the next voice you're going to hear is going to be Pastor Ken. But check this out. Make sure if you're watching on Facebook, I want you to do one thing right now. Push that share button and share this gathering with your family and friends. And if you're not on Facebook, by all means, you can share the link uh, to our website uh, by way of text or email. Okay, next voice, Pastor Ken. Pastor Hamilton and the New Beginnings Community Church, I am deeply honored to be able to share with you as you celebrate your seventh anniversary as a church family. The first thing I want to say is congratulations, way to go. Through the grace of God and the leadership of your pastoral team, well, you have done something that is not easy to do. You've planted a thriving church in the Bay Area, one of the most difficult areas to plant a church. And you've made it not only to year seven, but you made it from year six to year seven. And that is something to celebrate. I mean, this pandemic presented an extraordinary challenge to the local church. And yet through your grit and tenacity, through your creativity and your innovation, you didn't give up, even if you felt like giving up at times. I know I did. You didn't give up, and we're still here. And I want to cheer you on with the words of Nehemiah. We're doing a great work, and we won't come down. I also want to say how much I respect and love your pastor. From the very first time I met him, I felt such a kinship of heart with him. And I really feel like Cathedral and New Beginnings are sister churches because we have the same DNA. You know, in my humble opinion, your pastor is one of the finest leaders in the entire Bay Area. And when you open your San Jose campus, I'm going to find a way to sneak away from my day job 
so I can come and celebrate with you. For the next few moments, I want you to think about the time that it's time to dream. It's time to dream again. A few years ago, my wife and I went over to visit a couple in Hawaii. They had been a part of our church family, had moved. We went to see them and he was big into water sports and so he wanted to go boogie boarding. Well, we went out to the water and I can usually hold my own in the ocean but I should have known I was in big trouble when the only people out there were either A, locals, or B, 30 years younger than me. So we got out into the waves and they were pretty, pretty big waves, but I'm a big bad Raider fan. So I stepped up to the challenge. I rode a couple of the waves and then I got too high on this one wave and it threw me down into the water and now I'm in the washing machine, tumbling and turning. I come up for air and bam, I get hit by another wave and I'm back in the spin cycle. And I come up for air and bam, again and again and again. This happens all the way till I get to the shore. And when I finally stand up, the shirt I had on was completely gone. The cord to the boogie board was wrapped around my opposite arm like a tourniquet. You know, I was standing on the sharp quills of a sea urchin with my foot and my bathing suit. Well, we just won't go there. And I was thinking, have these past 12 months felt a little bit like that? I saw this one meme of a, a time traveler. And he asked the question, what year is it? And he receives an answer, 2020. And then this is the look on his face. Oh my, 2020. Boy, it seems like over these last 12 months, we were just hit by one wave after another. We'd come up to catch our breath and we would be hit by a wave and we'd come up again and be hit by another wave. And now, after these 12 months, we can find ourselves gasping for air. And that's what I invite you to do, even now, to take a deep breath. Breathe out, breathe out. Breathe out discouragement and breathe in encouragement. Breathe out despair and breathe in hope. Breathe out the last 12 months and breathe in the next 12 months. Breathe in. Take a deep breath of the spirit. Did you know that the same word that translates Breath is the same word in Hebrew that translates spirit. So what if you and I take a, a deep breath of the spirit so that we can dream once more? It seems to me one of the casualties of the last 12 months has been this whole areas of dreams. People have not just lost their dreams. They've lost their 
capacity to dream, their ability to dream. When you're just trying to survive, it's hard to think about thriving. And so we've seen lost dreams, broken dreams. The 2020 was the graveyard where dreams came to die. And maybe you can identify with that feeling. It's similar to what two men in the Bible were feeling. They were walking down the road and reflecting on recent events. Jesus had just been crucified. He was put to death. And when he died, their dreams died with him. See, they had dreamed that Jesus was the king that the world was waiting for and that he had come to establish his kingdom. But when he died, they knew that that was the end. It was the end of Jesus and the end of his movement. And if you're seeking and searching today, kind of kicking the tires when it comes to Christianity, this is one of the reasons we know the resurrection really happened because no one was expecting it. And yet something happened that shattered their expectations and turned their world right side up. Well, these men are walking down the road and you can hear the despair in their words. One of them says, the chief priests and our rulers handed Jesus over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one. We had hoped. Anybody identify with that? We had hoped. But in the midst of the despair, Jesus is walking with them. At first, they don't recognize Jesus. It's interesting. You can be so lost in despair that hope can be standing right in front of you and you still not be able to get your arms around it. They're lost in their despair, but Jesus continues with them. He doesn't give up on them. Are you glad Jesus doesn't give up on us? And eventually the Bible says this, that their eyes were opened and they recognized him and they knew it was time to dream again. If you've experienced the death of your dream or your capacity to dream, we are people of the resurrection and resurrection power is available to us. So take a deep breath of the spirit. The Bible says this in regards to the working of the power of God in our lives. God can do anything you know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. Would you allow the Holy Spirit to work deeply within you so that you can start to dream once more It's time to dream again because we need to dream again. You see, everything, everything starts with a dream. My brother and I, we served together at the church. And so 
he's a, a great brother. I'm so grateful to be able to serve with him at the cathedral. And he gave me this Amazon firebox for, TV, uh, for Christmas. And this thing is really amazing. It, you can stream all your television through the box. And, uh, and you don't even have to use your hands. You can just talk to it. I mean, when I was a kid, uh, I mean, you had to get up off the couch. You had to walk all the way across the floor and manually change the channel. Of course, that was too much work. So then we developed a remote. But even with the remote, my goodness, I mean, you're always having to look for it and that's too much work too. But with this Amazon Fire Cube, man, all I have to do is talk to it and it does all the work. I mean, I talk to it and it dims the lights, turns on the television and starts the show. How cool is that? How did we end up with this Amazon box? Well, there was the store that sold it, the place that shipped it, the factory that built it, the engineers that designed it. But if you tra- trace it all the way back, you find that everything, it started with a dream. Everything starts with a dream. See, every invention that's ever been created, every business that's ever been started, every ministry that's ever been launched, you know, before you see it out here, it starts in here. What you see in the visible, it starts in the invisible realm. Even the universe itself started as an idea. Back in December, there were two planets that were so close together, they looked like one giant star. I read that this hadn't happened since the, well, since the Middle Ages, and that some people feel like this is what the wise men saw that started them on their journey. Well, how did we end up with the Christmas star? You track it all the way back through the Middle Ages, through the birth of Christ, all the way back to the Big Bang itself. You keep going because all of it started in the mind of God. God had an idea and he spoke it into existence. We read in Hebrews chapter 11, by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. See, everything in the visible world, it starts in the invisible realm of the imagination. Even you and I, we started as an idea in the mind of God. In Ephesians chapter one, verse four, we read, long before he laid down the earth's foundation, he had us in mind. He had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Everything starts with a dream. And in fact, one of the ways we are made whole and holy, one of the ways that we grow is that God gives us a dream to go after. And while we're working on the dream, God is working on us, developing our character, building our character. Let's say, for example, you have a dream to get out of debt. Right now, you're in debt. 
In fact, you're in so much debt. I, there was a commercial that aired years ago. And boy, it's one of my favorite commercials. Now, see if any of you remember this. I'm Stanley Johnson. I've got a great family. I've got a four-bedroom house in a great community. Like my car? It's new. I even belong to the local golf club. How do I do it? I'm in debt up to my eyeballs. I can barely pay my finance charges. Somebody help me. <laughs> well, maybe you feel like that guy and, well, you're in debt up to your eyeballs, and, but you have a dream. You know, faith is starting to rise up in your heart. You have a dream to get out of debt and you develop a plan to go after that dream. Well, while you're working on your dream, God is working on you. It takes self-control to get out of debt. While you're working toward your dream, you're developing self-control. It takes perseverance to get out of debt. And while you're working toward your dream, you're building perseverance. It takes faith to get out of debt. While you're working on your dream, well, God is building your faith. It's one of the ways God makes us whole and holy. It's one of the ways that we grow. Everything starts with a dream. So that's why it's so important. New Beginnings Community Church Family it's so important for all of us to begin to dream, to dream again, to have the courage to dream again because it takes courage. It really does. I once wrote a book called Imagine Living Your Dream and it never made the bestsellers list, but my mom bought a couple copies, so I got that going for me. <laughs> But in the book, I share a story about a young man who's in high school and he was given an assignment to write a paper about his dreams. Well, he wrote that one day he wanted to own a horse ranch. He turned the paper in and the, the teacher gave him the paper back with the grade of an F. And she said, this dream is not realistic, but if you rewrite your paper with a different dream, then I'll consider changing your grade. Well, the young man sat with that for a week and then he turned in a paper. It was the exact same paper. And he said, you can keep your F and I will keep my dream. And do you know that one day, that, that young man, he went after that dream. He took a step of faith toward it. He showed grit and tenacity in pursuing it. And he eventually achieved his dream of owning a horse ranch. And the teacher apologized to him. She said, when I was a teacher, I stole a lot of kids' dreams. Fortunately, you had enough gumption to protect your dream. And the last 12 months, have they been a little bit like that teacher? That they have stolen dreams? Buried dreams? but we are people of the resurrection. And when there's been a death, resurrection is right around the corner. Reminders of this are, are all around us. You know, when a star dies, it looks like, well, there's nothing left. It's gone forever. 
but out of the dust, well, rises a new star. Is anybody ready to rise up out of the ashes? When you look at the trees and winter comes and the leaves fall off, it looks like that tree is dead and gone. But then there comes the change of season. Anybody ready for a change of season? When the spring comes and the blossoms show up, boy, the tree resonates with beauty. And then there's the butterfly. Of course, it starts out as a caterpillar crawling along on the ground. And eventually it's buried in that cocoon. One day, that butterfly breaks out of the cocoon and begins to fly. Is anybody ready to get off the ground and start flying once more? Boy, the whole image of birth, death, and resurrection, you find this in the scriptures. In the Bible, the story of Joseph, think of it as a three-act play. This young man in the Bible called Joseph, he has a dream that one day he will be an influential ruler. That's the birth of the dream. But then there comes the death of the dream, that he is sold into slavery and eventually locked into a prison. And then finally, the third act, the resurrection of that dream, when he becomes the second in command of the mightiest empire of the world and through his leadership, he ends up saving his nation. But the story of Joseph is just a foreshadowing of the ultimate three-act play in history. And that is the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We are people of the resurrection. And if there's been a death, resurrection could be right around the corner. Maybe what we need today is inspiration. Our word inspire, it comes from an old word which means to breathe into. So open up your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to breathe into you today to resurrect a dead dream or to dream a new dream. C.S. Lewis once said, you are never too old to set another goal or a dream, a new dream. And let me say, it takes courage, it really does, to dream a new dream. Because when you've experienced one disappointment after another, the easiest thing to do is just to stop dreaming. Expect nothing, and you'll never be disappointed. And yet, God doesn't call us to an easy life. God calls us to a great life. And so open your heart. Allow the spirit of God to begin to work in your imagination so that we can be a people like the book of Acts says where young men and young women shall see visions and old men and old women shall dream dreams. What would that be for you? Perhaps it's a dream to finish your education or to overcome an addiction, or to reinvent yourself in a new career, 
or to launch a new ministry that transforms the community or to find a spouse or to find a way forward with the spouse that you have. One of the great things about 2020 is that we got, we, we got a lot of time to spend with the spouse. Of course, one of the hard things about 2020 is we had so much time to spend with the spouse. <laughs> I mean, in spending that much time together, uh, it can cause tension and angst and stress. I saw this one picture and it reads, day 14 of the quarantine, my wife took up gardening but won't tell me what she's going to plant. Wait a second, is that my backyard? <laughs> oh my. If your marriage is going through a difficult time, feeling the strain of the last 12 months, one of the things that could help you out is to begin to dream together as a couple. You know, Marriage Magazine, uh, uh, Marriage Partnership Magazine says this, dreams have the power to drive and animate a marriage. And they do. Dream again as a couple. You know, the Bible says this, where there is no vision, the people perish. My friend Rick Warren says, where there is no vision, people find another parish. And that's why New Beginnings continues to thrive because you are a people of vision, a people of dreams. I love that about your church family and your pastor. Something happened here at Cathedral and of all places, the year 2020. Back when we were celebrating our 35th anniversary in the year 2000, my dad, who was the founding pastor of Cathedral, he shared five new dreams that we had as a church family. Now, all four of them uh, had come to pass in some shape or fashion over those 20 years, the last 20 years. But there's one that hadn't. And he had a dream, we had a dream, to build affordable housing for seniors. Because even back then, affordable housing was just, there was a great need in our community. But every time we tried to pursue it, my brother and I, we tried to pursue it many times. We just ran into a brick wall and it seemed like that, Dream was dead and gone forever. But in the year 2020, of all places in the year 2020, you know, we crossed paths with one of the leading developers in the Bay Area. It just happened that we crossed paths with them. And by the grace of God, well, Google's going to have their village, but Cathedral is going to have our village where we'll have affordable housing safe and secure housing for seniors and for families. We have one dream. God always has a bigger dream. Delays are not denials. So new beginnings continue to dream. These last seven years have been awesome, but don't stop at the top. Don't nest at the crest because the day you stop dreaming is the day you start dying. So never outlive your dreams. There's a, a poem that was written. Uh, the writer was, 
He lived in the early 20th century and he was part of a creative renaissance in Harlem. And he, Langston Hughes, wrote this poem about dreams. And uh, it's a powerful poem. I wanted to share it with you. Hold fast to dreams. For if dreams die, life is a broken winged bird that cannot fly. Hold fast to dreams. For when dreams go, life is a barren field frozen with snow. Hold fast to your dreams. Hold fast to your dreams. Allow the Holy Spirit to inspire you. Allow the Holy Spirit to inspire you through the words of Langston Hughes. Allow the Holy Spirit to inspire you through the words of Rocky. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I think I, I should have let Rocky give the message. Friend, it's time. It is time to dream. To dream again, I'd like to pray with you and for you. Lord Jesus, thank you for this amazing church family, for Pastor Hamilton and the New Beginnings Community Church. And I pray over this church. Their best days are not behind them. Their best days are still ahead of them. Redwood City, needs this church family. San Jose needs this church family. The Bay Area needs this church family. I pray that they would dream great dreams in the days ahead. Great dreams for the glory of God. And I pray this in the matchless, marvelous name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks again for allowing me to be with you today. Wow. Wow, Pastor Ken. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for that amazing teaching. And thank you so much for both your presence uh, and your teaching today. What a gift to us. Now, guys, listen, the question for us is how are we going to respond to that message, right? I want to challenge you to do so by engaging with our connection card. If you're in the Facebook, uh, popping up right now in the chat, is a link to our connection card. If you're watching by our website, there's a link right there on our website. If you're in our NBCC app, then I want to encourage you simply go to the connection card section there, then to Sunday section, then go to the My Next Steps with Jesus. You'll see that there. Then you're going to find three questions that I want you to engage with now. It's a decision opportunity. You know, in order to dream your best dream, your God-sized dream, uh, that will move you towards your next level of living, you know what? You've got to connect to the one that God sent that will help 
provide the shape and direction to your life. That's Jesus. And so some of you have been with us for a number of weeks or months. This is your time to make that life-transforming decision and say, I want to be a Jesus follower. Or I want to return to my faith in Jesus. Or I simply want more information. Check whatever's appropriate. And then while you're thinking about that, I want you to take out your phone, take a picture of this reflection question. Here's a reflection question coming straight out of the teaching. Where in my life is God asking me to dream again? Take a picture of that. That's what I want you to wrestle with. And then I want you to want to challenge you to check yes to this response to the message, which is, again, right there in the, in the connection card section. And here's the response to the message that I'm hoping you're able to check yes to. I will take a step of faith towards that dream. Yeah, the area of your life where God is asking you to dream again, you'll take a step of faith towards that dream. All right, listen, I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so already, be sure to sign up for our virtual baptism and make sure you get back here next week as I return to pick up the second week of our growth series.